Welcome to the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. Today, our subject is the uh, Hanya Shingyo, which I'm going to try to explain. And we have a Japanese guest here. So, Ichiban daiji na koto watashi nihongo de, sesame. Sanbun, jubun uichi gurai, nihongo de. Okay? So, I'll explain the most important things in my uh, Japanese and try to confuse her more. And what is the Hanya Shingyo, the Heart Sutra? This is perhaps the most cherished sutra, what we chant. Every Zazenkai, the most cherished sutra in Mahayana Buddhism, in China, in Korea, in Vietnam, in Tibet, everyone is chanting the Heart Sutra. Not so much in South Asia, in India, in Burma, in Thailand, but in the northern, because it's, uh, you have to know something about Buddhist history, it's from the northern Buddhist Mahayana tradition, which Zen belongs to. Some people now, scholars, believe it was actually written in China. But it is a summary of some texts of Mahayana Buddhism from northern India that are called the Perfection of Wisdom. And there are hundreds of Perfection of Wisdom sutras. And somebody summarized them down into this Heart Sutra, which means the heart of the Perfection of Wisdom because it's the executive summary. What do you scientists have? Uh, you have your little outline at the beginning of your long, long report. This is the heart. And today, in about 25 minutes, I'm going to somehow give the heart of the Heart Sutra and try to summarize this for everybody. Uh, and this is uh, the summary. Okay? Alright. And um, it basically has the most important point of our practice, which if you hang around tree leaf, you hear all the time. Basically, thinking of your separate self and thinking of a world of separate pieces is not the only way to experience this world and who you are. And when you realize that it's not just a world of separate pieces and that you're not a separate individual somehow broken off from the rest of the universe, it's freeing, it's liberating. But there's a way to experience Zenbu Toitsusuru. Zenbu Ichininaru. Betsu Betsu no Bubun Janakte. 
Zembu, like my fingers on my hand. We see that this is me, this is you, this is the other guy. There's a way for the people on the podcast can't see this, but my hands come together. All becomes very whole. The most easy way to experience this in traditional model is the waves on the sea. Umi no e no nami. Nami wa betsu betsu desu ne. There's a, a wave that I think is me. There's another wave that I think is you. There's another wave that I think is the mountain, Scuba Mountain. Another wave that I think is France. All waves on the sea. But we can come to see that the waves were the sea all along. Nami wa betsu betsu miiru n desu kedo. Mino wa ne onaji umi desu. Watakushi umi. Anata wa umi. So this Heart Sutra describes the mental processes by which we divide the world into separate pieces and it gives the secret to reversing the process. Now before anyone asks, Before anybody asks, well, what do you mean I'm not here? <laughs> what do you mean we're not here? There's no table. Of course there's a table. Here, listen. Yes, that's one way we experience who we are. But that's not the only way to experience. Ningen to zenbu betsu betsu to mochiron atarimai desu. Honto ni kono table koko desu ne. But if you realize that hoka no tachiba aru koto wakareba, sore wa satori. You understand? So this describes how to experience that. There's a famous koan where a monk comes up to his teacher and says, I realize, Master, everything's empty. I'm not here, you're not here, my nose is not here. And the Master says, you're right. Grabbed his nose and gave it a twist. Ow! That's not, that's also empty. The Han Yashingyo, the Heart Sutra, describes how to experience this world of separation and unity at the same time. Betsu betsu no koto, honto desu. Toitsu mo, honto desu. Doji ni. That's what the Hanya Shingyo explains. Now, the Hanya Shingyo begins as a talk by kan Kanzion Bosatsu, Canon Bosatsu, Avalokitesvara, who is the symbol of compassion. And this is very strange in a sutra, because usually the sutra is spoken by the Buddha. It's the Buddha's words, that's what the sutra means. Canon is kind of the Buddha's uh, employee. <laughs> so, Canon, uh, you know, Buddha, right? So, Futsuni, Canon wa ne okyo hanasanai, Buddha dake, right? So, somebody in, for example, the Tibetan version, they added a part, I believe it came later where they said, okay, the Buddha was meditating and he said, 
okay, Canon, please. <laughs> Just so he could start. So in that additional place in Tibet, they put, the Buddha was meditating and said, Kanan dozo, But the R Sutra starts with Canon. Now, Canon is a symbol of compassion, right? What is compassion? We vow to help all the sentient beings who are suffering. So you would think that that means we go out and we put our arms around them. If they're hungry, we give them food, right? Of course we do that. But the most important thing that canon can do to the sentient beings to free them is to give them their perspective where there's no separation. You understand? And this is called the perfection of wisdom. Wisdom is realizing the truth in the Hanya Shingyu. Now, The first part of the Hanya Shingyo discusses three mental processes where we divide the world into separate pieces. And I'm telling you that even though this, by the way, another point, was probably not written by the historical Buddha. The Hanya Shingyo and the other perfection of wisdom literature was written hundreds of years after the Buddha. By somebody or many somebodies. Honto ni rekshi teki no Buddha kaita hanashi janai. Nambiaku ni nato de dareka kaita deske. But we say that if it's true, mushi honto no shinjitsu areba, honto no kachi ka areba, honto sono tachiba kara Buddha no hanashi desu. If it's true, if it's wise, it would express the Buddha's teaching. So in that sense, it's the Buddha's words, even though historically, no, it would not be the words of the Buddha 2,500 years ago, because it was written, I think, about 1,300 years ago. Okay? But what are these words? He describes at the beginning three brain processes of human development that I'm telling you a modern neurologist or uh, would have an, someone an expert in child development would have no objection to any of this. And we actually have, I think, a couple of brain experts here. So if you have any objection to this, please let me know. The first thing is he speaks of the five conditions or the five skandhas which are the following. This is how the, <coughs> the brain gets sense data, analyzes it, categorizes it, puts <coughs> excuse me, names on it, judgments, and then reacts to it. Saisho data kara mega haite, mimi kara haite, sono ato sono naka ni, iroiro 
考えて、えー、これはこれ、これはこれ、これはこれ、名前つけて、これいいこと、悪いこと、これは,これは私、これは私じゃない。ここです。And these are the five skandhas. The first one is a sensation. We get a sensation through the senses. Then there's a mental perception inside of the sensation. And then there's, a, a, I'm sorry, first there's form. There's something out there, probably. Okay. Then we get a sensation from the form. Then there's a mental perception of it. And then we get the formation, we create an idea of it. And then、uh, there's consciousness and awareness, and we become, oh, I'm here, there it is. It's actually a much more complicated process. And then there's also other steps, like then we react to it and we go out into the world. So there's something out there, we say, oh, data comes in, oh, this I will call a tree, nice tree. I think I will climb the tree because I'm not the tree. This is basically the process. Does a neurologist have anything to object to that? Isn't that how we? Perceive the world and we create ideas of the world. Are you seeing me right now, or are you seeing data entering your eyes that is turned into electrochemical processes that goes in the brain and creates an upside down image on the retina and that gets up to the brain? And then you see an image of me and you think that I'm actually sitting here, right? それは電気になって、脳にいて、そこにいろいろ部分にプロセスがありまして、私,私を見ているアイディア、今見ている。You're not seeing this. You're seeing this in your head. It's,、uh, it's light. 光。You understand?Okay. That's number one.Number、uh, two is a description of the senses.The senses, the eye, the ear. The nose, the tongue, the body, and the mind. The reason they say the mind is a sense is because inside, I'll explain in a second. But so you see a tree, the eye, and the idea. For Buddhists, it's one big thing. We usually think that I am seeing a tree. In Buddhism, the thing seen, the, the eye, and the idea inside is one. There's, and we say the field of sight is what is seen and sight. So、uh, don't worry, very technical, don't worry. But basically, Mimi, Nanika Miteru, Watakshi, no, it's no idea what he thoughts no process this. Nanika Kikoiteru, Mimi, Tonaka no, ah, Watakshi Kikiteru, he thoughts no koto this. It's like a big a cycle, circle. Okay? So, hearing with the eyes, and also there's a mental sense because if I say to you right now, hear、uh, or, or see a tree in your mind, okay? It's as if you're seeing a tree outside, but you're seeing it inside. So, they added one more. They said there's also the inner sense of creating things from your imagination. So, that's mind. So, we hear from the ear, the touch, the tongue, the nose. Mind, I think,、uh, touch. I said yes, okay. And the last one that's described here is something that Piaget and other child development experts、uh, could explain how the baby is born 
and creates a se separate self. It's basically the, this describing the same thing from three different processes. And please bear with me. I know this is a little bit dry, this part, but the baby is born. あの、子供、あの赤ちゃんの生まれたら、どうしてかさんから別々と考え始めますか最初はね、かさんと赤ちゃんどっち派始まりますかどっちとはどっちわからない。え、一つの人間です。けど、だんだん別々子供を生まれ
but the sea continues. And the wave was just the sea all along. Now, what is this wave? Oh, now this is where we get into problems. Because people try to get an image of this that's very specific. And sometimes we call it Buddha. Some people call it God. Some people just call it emptiness. Some people call it the Dharmakaya. There's a fancy name for you. Kono umi wa nandeska. In Zen, we tend not to say too much. Isugi naide kudasai. Kono umi wa nandeska. Isugiru to. Somehow you miss it. Machigao. Isugiru to machigao. All we say is this. There's something that sweeps it all in. Zenbu moteru nanika aru. It's a wholeness. It's kanzen. Why, uh, why is it complete? Because if there's no separate pieces, how can it be missing a piece? Okay? To miss, if you have no separate pieces, how can you be missing a piece? It's completely complete. Kanzen des. Zenbu dakara. And there's something positive about it. We don't say it's like a dull, meaningless, nihilistic thing. We feel that there's something positive about it. That it's a nice thing somehow. It's kind of okay. So all your problems kind of get swept up into this. And... Okay, you see, you need separate things to have problems. You need an enemy to have a war. You need to fear for your separate existence, to fear for the tiger to eat you. You need, for example, my joke is that uh, you could go to the, my biggest problem in March and April is Zaykin. You know, mina zaykin no shihrai nayandeimas ne. Sorry, Monday. You know, you're, everyone's worried about where do I get money to pay my taxes. So you can go to the tax office, and you can say, because I don't exist, I don't have to pay taxes. Ne, zimushu ite. A honto ni ne bukyo ni yote. Watakshi sonzai shite nai kara. Dagara seifu mo sonzai shite nai kara zaykin haranakte mo i. You know, so you can explain that according to we're not really here, so there's no tax to pay. And then they'll put you in the jail, which is also just imaginary. So you can sit there in the jail and realize it's just an idea. So please try. No, of course not. You're really existing. You're going to get sick. You're going to have to pay tax. You know, you're really there. But I'm just trying to explain that. There's something else that when you also experience life from this other place, it's the big no problem. Nothing's missing. It's all whole. You understand? 
This is Buddhism. This is the Heart Sutra. Now, we're actually going to get to the Heart Sutra in a second. So the first part discusses this process. And then there was a little philosophical debate between old school Buddhists and new school Buddhists. The philosophical debate is really not so important anymore. But some people said the parts, everybody agreed, old school Buddhists, new school Buddhists, that the self is something like a dream. But some people said, but the self is a dream, but these parts, like sensation, idea, sen they really exist. And the Mahayana people said, no, even those are empty. The process is even empty. And that's what they're saying here. Okay? It's like an old physicist in the old days used to say, no, everything's only atoms. But the atoms are solid. You can't go smaller than the atom." And then other people said, no, even the atoms are not really completely solid in there. That's the debate that's happening here. But everybody agrees. This is kind of a sense of separate self is a dream. Okay, and that's why you're a bushi. We have, I have to put you, martial artist. That's why martial artists like the Zen so much. One reason is they have a fear. I'm afraid to, right? But if you feel this, what fear? And, you know, they're afraid of dying. But if the ocean, no, 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 I'm not afraid. So that, this is why martial artists always cherish this. Because, shinokoto mo kuakunai. You understand? Dagara bushi wa ne daiji de shou kowakunai koto shinu shinu koto wa kowakunai. Dagara. This is okay. Now let's read it quick, okay? And I hope it makes some sense now. So they perceive the emptiness of these five conditions that I read there about the what all the things, and he's free of suffering because when you realize this great sweeping ocean, uh, no problem, baby. You're just the ocean. So, now, form is no other than emptiness. Is the, is the emptiness. And the emptiness is the form. So this world of separate things that we see is this great sweeping wholeness of oneness. And oneness is everything. Betsu betsu no mono, kono toitsu. Kono toitsu wa betsu betsu no mono. Onaji desu. Okay? And so, next time you have problems in life, you can experience them from two ways. One way is emptiness, which is freeing. Form is precisely emptiness. Emptiness precisely form. And then he says, the sensations, the perceptions, the formations, the consciousness... Also empty. All things are empty. They're not born. They're not staying. They're not. All are human judgments. Hamdan. More empty. Ku, move. Umi. Yeah? Umari. Nakunari. Kitanai. 
きれい来ること行くこと to be born to die to be dirty to be clean to come to go empty 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 okay sensation perception formation consciousness the eye the ear the senses the nose the tongue the body mind Oh, the things that's heard, the sight, the sound, the smell, the taste, the touch, the object of mind, the things we see, which is the realm of sight, the things we hear, they, they kind of abbreviated here and they left out some things. The ideas, empty, 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 which is freeing. That uh, baby's process of being born, which... Uh, from being born, we say, in ignorance to end of ignorance. Ignorance is when he's, the, the initial of the baby's born and says, where am I? Where, you know, this is the, till the old age and death, till he gets this concept of me and I'm separate from the food and I'm separate from my mama and I'm going to, oh, I exist. Oh, I'm going to die. All this empty, empty, empty. It's free. That's not the only way to experience things. And it's so much the ocean that not only is there no age and there is no death, there never was and there never will be. Like the wave thinks I'm born, the wave thinks I'm going to die. No. Ocean, ocean, ocean. Umi, 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 dakara. Honto ni umari wa nai. Zuto umi deshita. Umari miru kedo. There's no birth. It was all the ocean, so there was no birth. And death? No, there's no death. There's no sensation of death. There's no... Someday when we get into the book, the lovely book, by the way, of Shohaku Okamura, we'll go into some of this in, in more detail. Let me try to read a passage from Shohaku, and maybe he says it better than me. The Buddha taught that we are made up of these five constantly changing skandhas, all that stuff in the head. There is no fixed ego and we are impermanent. I'm going to skip to the next paragraph. We can be saved from suffering because the cause of suffering is our selfish desire based on ignorance of impermanence and egolessness. We cling to our body and mind and try to control everything, but we cannot. When we truly see the emptiness, impermanence, and egolessness of the five skandhas of our body and mind, we see that there is nothing to cling to, so we open our hands. This is liberation from the ego attachment that causes suffering. Everything is so empty that there's no Buddha and there's no ignorant people. There's no ignorance and there's no satori. It's all umi, umi, umi all around. It's all ocean, ocean, ocean all around. Budo anai. Futsu no ningen. Betsu betsu janai. Zenbu umi, umi, umi. Mu, mu, mu. Ku, ku, ku. Right? But the Buddha knows this. You don't. The Buddha realizes it's all ocean, ocean, ocean. You think there's a Buddha or there's me. 
just like you think there's the mountain and there's me. But from this perspective, they're nothing separate. So if you go down, it says... No suffering, no cause or end to suffering. It's all so empty. Even the suffering was a dream. There's no path. There's no wisdom. There's nothing to gain. Because it's all been here, just the ocean, ocean, ocean all along. That's basically what this is proposing. And then we get to the second part, which is basically saying how wonderful this is. I've gotten past the hard part. That's the basic theory. Okay. You, you don't even get enlightened and because right now we're ignorant and we live in a world of separate, separate, separate. And to get Satori, you all realize this not separate, right? That's to be enlightened, to realize this wholeness. And when you realize that, you realize it's been so whole that there never was separation or satori at all. They're not separate either. That's how whole it is. And to realize that is satori. My non-existent oil heater. Oh, by the way, a lot of this now scientists are realizing is occurring in the parietal lobe and the prefrontal cortex of the brain. Uh, here is where literally we create the separate sense of self, not me, me, and sense of time, and things are uh, before and after, and we judge things, right? So someday we're going to have to add some lines to the Heart Sutra that are going to go like this. All is just the parietal lobe and the prefrontal cortex, but there is no parietal lobe and there is no prefrontal cortex because those are just ideas too. That's going to take a while to catch on. Anyway, so anyway, you've got this whole world that is so not separate that all your suffering goes because, man, if you, you need two to have a problem. I know uh, you got a problem with some people. I know you got a problem in life. I know you got a problem in life. That's all because you think of the separate realm. But when you see that there's not the separate realm, hey man, what problem? Who is to have a fight with? How can you have an enemy if there's not two people? Mushi futari ga nai to, senso deki nai. Teki wa nai. Mushi futatsu mina betsu betsu jinai to. Doyufu ni mondai arun desu ka? Mondai wa ne, betsu no mono toku ga iteru kara. You understand? <laughs> okay. So, so the Buddhists say, okay, therefore, there's no hindrance of mind. Therefore, no hindrance. Therefore, no fear. Far beyond all delusion, nirvana is already here. Zimbu umideshta, zuto umideshta. It was the, it was here all along. Everything was the ocean from the very start. And all Buddhas, the ones in the past and the present, they all know this prajnaparamita. They all know this 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 wisdom, this perfection of wisdom. Perfection here means this virtuous 
this virtue of this wisdom knowledge that we're talking about here. They all know this. And this is how they realize the supreme and complete enlightenment. Okay? Therefore, please know that the Prajnaparamita is the sacred mantra. Now, this is the last part I'm going to talk about. A mantra in Buddhism and other Eastern religions was kind of a magic term. A magic term that if you say it like abracadabra, you know that? Abracadabra, all your problems, something magic happens. Abracadabra and the treasure appears, right? It's a magic term. Ano mantra wane, ano mahomitai. Right? Why is this a mantra? It's not that kind of mantra. Some people take it like that. It's not a mantra that if you say this, all your good thing happens. It's that when you realize this truth of the emptiness, this great flowing wholeness of the ocean, all your problems disappear. Like magic. You understand? That's why it's like, like your wish comes true. mantra. You understand a little bit? It's not like magic. Some people take it that way that if you say this, something happens. It's that when you realize the emptiness, the no separation, the wholeness, there's peace. Problems disappear. Nothing to fear. It's like magic. You have the treasure all along. So, that's why they say, Therefore, Prajnaparamita is the sacred mantra, the luminous mantra. This is how Buddhists go. They're just saying, it's really great, guys. I mean, really, really great. It's really great. It's, it's the incomparable mantra. It's the, the mantra by which all suffering is clear. This is no other than truth, which is a Buddhist way of saying, I'm not kidding. Really. Therefore, Set forth the Prajnaparamita mantra. Notice the mantra. People think it's the words at the end is the mantra. This, this, this wisdom, this perception of wholeness and peace is the magic mantra. The thing at the end just celebrates the mantra. And it says, Gate, gate, paragate, parasam, gate, bodhisvaha. They don't translate this. One reason they don't translate it, people think that's the mantra. That's not the mantra. The mantra is the realization of emptiness. But what does this gate gate para gate para sam gate bodhiswaha mean? It means we're saved, man. We're rescued. We've gone beyond this world of separation. We're all we're always beyond this world of separation. Yippee! That's the swaha at the end means yay! もうこの別々の世界もう超えたずっと前から超えたわからなかったんですけどこの別の別の世界悩みの世界生まれと死ぬの世界もう超えたずっと超えただからその意味です We've gone beyond 
we've gone, we've passed this world of separation. We've passed this world of birth and death. We've passed this world of win and lose. We're past this war, world, war, world of war and peace. We're past this world of sickness and health. We're past this world of rich and poor. We always have been and we won't, and we always will be. Problem solved. End of story. Peace. Yippee! You understand? But don't forget the beginning. Form is no other than emptiness. Emptiness, no other than form. Form is precisely emptiness. Emptiness, precisely form. Yeah, we're in a world where when you look a certain way, there's no two people to fight a war. There's no war. There's no hunger. There's no win and lose. There's no disease. Arutachibakara, senso ganai. Umi no nakani. Teki wanai. Umi no nakani, shinu koto wa nai. Umi no nakani, bimbo no hito ganai. But we say at the beginning, ku ku fu i shiki shiki, right? Remember the guy with his nose getting pulled. This is a world of war. And the world of hunger, even though from one part, from one perspective, there's no war. We have a duty to end the war. There are no separate people to be hungry in the ocean. They're all waves on the ocean. On the other hand, form is not false. There are hungry people. We have to feed them in this world. There's no disease in the ocean. It's all swept away, washed away. But we live in a world of disease. And you medical people, you have a duty to go cure it and help people. So what I'm saying is, it, we learn to be free because seeing life beyond all the separation, beyond the lack, in its completeness, in its, this positive sweeping wholeness we call emptiness, is a wonderful thing. But don't think that this world... You're free of responsibility for this world. End the war. Feed the children. Clothe the hungry. Clothe the, the, the cold. Build houses for those who are homeless. You understand? Because form is emptiness, but emptiness is also form. Arutachibakara, zenbu monda ga nakunaru in desu kedo. Mada kono, kono form no seikai ni. You understand? Anyway, you wanted to know what this was all about. That's what it's about. It's not just Buddhism. All Indian religions are about this getting past the self to the great wholeness. Hinduism, Brahmanism, and It is all empty. Form is just emptiness. Emptiness just form. See? All these Taoism, they're all about this. Getting past the sense of separate self to this wholeness, to this oneness that is everything. Well, I said I was going to summarize all this in 30 minutes. And I 
took a little longer. And if a lot of you are saying, boy, isn't this the same stuff he talks about every week? Of course. What else do we have to talk about here? Same, same thing. The lesson doesn't change. Okay. Do you have any questions? Somebody. Question. Really, the talk was that good and complete? You're just going to let it go into emptiness? Any question? Waving out there? At least one question. No? Okay. Okay. New guy on the end. Not you, Shingen. Give the other guy a chance. Okay, go. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I did find it pleasant to hear you uh, acknowledge the uh, child in all of us with the uh, developmental stages, like the Oxfording pictures. Um, but in terms of uh, children, part of that is our lizard brain. How do we avoid having that deepest part of our brain that makes us fear, that makes us want? I mean, some things are instinctual. Oh, it's called Zazen. Why do you think we're sitting here? To quiet down the parietal lobe and the prefrontal cortex. And then we experience, we stop judging. We stop thinking of the future and past. We sit in wholeness. We stop analyzing. The brain quiets down and we taste this wholeness, this emptiness. だからザザンスワロ。ザザンスワロ時ね、何も考えなくて、判断やめて、ね、将来のこと、過去のこと、置いて置いて。この海感じる、海味じる。だからザザンスワテます。That was easy one. You got uh, uh You had one shingen? Yeah, I'll make mine quick. Thank you. So, how if you're if you're in this experience, you're present, you're experiencing this experience, whether positive or negative. How do you know that you're truly experiencing the experience in this unified state, or if it's just another state of delusion? It feels right. It, it feels, feels right. It feels, and it works. How do you know I'm sitting here and talking? You just, you know, and it works. If you eat vanilla ice cream, how do you know it tastes good? You know, it tastes good. Maybe it is a dream. I don't know, but it's a good one. I don't know what it is, but it's like vanilla ice cream. When you taste it and it's sweet, you know the sweetness. And when you experience this wholeness, this peace, this coming together, it tastes good. It tastes right. Kono Hewa. Yeah. I have a comment to, to what you just said, Judith. If we take this to like one step further and there is no reality, there is no delusion, then the thoughts that Jundo is just speaking now, we already have in our heads. Uh, we maybe. just have to 
like strip away all the things that we think we need or we think we are yeah. by doing zazen to get to the core of what is already there. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get my head around this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you realize this wholeness, when you realize this, the heart becomes easier more peaceful, you tend not to be angry, and you know, there's a lot of wisdom that arises. Some people took this very extreme, and they said, ah, oh, this is all a dream of the mind. There were some Buddhists and other Eastern thinkers who said this is all a dream. Most Buddhists don't say that. They say, this is two ways to look at the reality, the separate way and the unified way. And when you experience the unified way, a lot of good things happen to the heart. The heart becomes peaceful, Problems disappear. You don't fear birth. You don't fear death so much. You don't. You feel the, your wholeness and identity with all things, and it's just a good thing. A lot of wisdom and compassion arises naturally from experiencing this because the people who are angriest in this world and fighting and want to get their way—they're the most divided thinking people. Me, me, me. You, you, you. When we reverse the process. We come together. Something good. Peace, caring for other people. We realize that we're kind of all on the same boat. You understand? Okay. Anything else? Have I solved all the mysteries for you today? Good. Once again, you've you've listened to this same wisdom week after week. If you haven't gotten it by now, I don't know. Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast zazen, retreats, discussion, jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.